Welcome to the Don Pravda and Erica Gray Show. The Twist. Welcome, folks, to The Twist. I'm Erica Gray. And good evening. My name is Don Pravda, and welcome. I goofed on. It's The Twist News. Anyway, tonight we're going to talk about the Temple Mount again. We have a lot of news around it because of Ben Gavir. He's a minister of national security. So he's in the Israeli government. And kudos to him for being so bold yes. and speaking out. And we're going to play for you a piece from... The Times and the Sunday Times, so you can hear his boldness. For Islamics and Christians. What about the Jews? It's our land, it's Israel. It's the dream to come back to East Jerusalem after centuries. Therefore, does it make sense that the Jewish people and their religious freedoms should enable them to go onto the Temple Mount and pray? It seems like an easy situation, easy answer for me. But because of politics, it is not. And by the way, Israel is guarding the mosque in East Jerusalem. They're protecting the Arab people and their dignity. From what you heard recently is greatly exaggerated. Israel needs to worship in the place that they choose. That's why it's Israel, and that's why it is a nation of Jewish sovereignty. It's such discrimination that here you can have Christians and Islamics on the site, but no Jews. If that's not pure, unadulterated discrimination, I don't know what is. Well, the, the political fears from out of Israel, much less so now that uh, Premier Netanyahu has returned, is that we don't want to rile up the Arabs, uh, get them afraid that we're going to destroy their mosque. That's never happening. Their worshiping is their decision. When they wish to go, they may. Nobody is stopping them. There may be periods of time where there could be a few weeks, possibly a little bit more, where we, they just have to reconfigure the situation because of some minor breakouts of violence or rock throwing or somebody got hurt in the area. So it's a very tricky situation. You have the major religions, Christianity, of course, uh, Islam and Judaism in one place. But the premier site, the, what we call the Wailing Wall, the Kotel today, there's no question that's the Jewish holy site, and people come from all over the world to be there. 
both Jewish and plenty of non-Jewish, which proves who's protecting the tourists, the visitors, the educators. The Israeli soldiers protect these outstanding people, and they're giving, and they're giving their life for your safety. And it makes it an even greater outrage then that the Jews who are providing all of this are not even allowed to worship. And like I said, this is real discrimination. But what's interesting is they're now running to the UN for a decision on this. So basically, they're looking to the UN to endorse their discrimination. But the storming of the Al-Aqsa Mosque? Did well, you see the, that? The, the storming? Did storming. it look like he was storming? I, I don't see a storm. I see some minor conflict, and I think it's been greatly exaggerated. Oh, greatly. That's like histrionic. That's yeah. major, major, like big-time exaggeration. But the media... Storming. Yeah, the, the media has made it into a sensation, which it was not. And by the way, life has returned quickly to the Kotel in East Jerusalem. And for those who are seek the mosque, uh, life has become normalized once again. I think that the fact that now they're looking for a UN Security Council and everybody's all upset. And it was actually stated in the press in one of the by one of the news rags how the feelings of the Palestinians are being hurt in all of this or the feelings are and it's the feelings their feelings are being hurt this is like but so now they're calling that their sensitive feelings are being hurt and meanwhile the Jews are being discriminated against it's another form of anti-semitism but we have to take into consideration that the Palestinians feelings are being hurt their sensitive feelings What's your thoughts? Well, nobody wants anybody in that area to be hurt. It, it would be a tragedy. There have been a variety of skirmishes over the years. There's been fire from the soldiers, and there's been uh, it's been closed down because of threats, and that's it, which is very disappointing when you're you're planning your whole life to go to this site and you go to Israel and then they close it down for a while. It's not a lot of fun. So we wish to give Palestinians their rights to the area. Nobody is stopping them from worship. Israel is a place where the Muslim religion flourishes, by the way. People openly can worship. They can go to their mosques. They can seek teachers. They can get university educations. And they can be people. They can be citizens they can have a good life and go to college uh, go to graduate school they are they will not be soldiers in the military that it will not be possible they have been spared that and you could have a, a great life in israel so back to ben gavir i gotta hand it to him for taking the stand for boldly going there, obviously this has created a stir. Mm -hmm. He probably knew it would create a stir. It's being said that he stormed when really he was just walking pretty casually. But 
I think that what he's stating is true. This is also Israel's. It also belongs to the Jews. Why are the Jews being discriminated against in their own land? In their own land, they're being discriminated against. This is an injustice. And it seems to be an injustice that's being endorsed by the UN that now they run with all their panties in a wad to the UN, please, please do something, do something. Uh, we, we, we must continue to discriminate against, these, against the Jews. And it's, I mean, that's really what they're asking for. They want permission for their discrimination, permission that the area only can really be freely um, worshipped by either those of Islam or Christians, but not the Jews. It's a real threat to yeah. them, isn't it? Yes, What a how ironic. The Jews who want to go to the Temple Mount are not allowed. They need special permission. There's a time and the numbers are limited. It's quite a contradiction. People study, the Jewish people study Torah all their lives, particularly among the Haredi, the Orthodox group. So their life is Torah, as you say, mitzvot, observance of the commandments. Let's even get later into Kabbalah study. And yet, on this place, which is desirous to pray, it's not allowed, except in very small spurts of time. Well, you know what I think? I think the Jews are so conditioned to being the victim that they've they're, they've accepted this there's a lot of jews that have accepted this as the status quo and what ben gavir comes out with is shocking to them because they've accepted this victim role they've accepted the right. discrimination they've accepted that they don't have sovereignty in their own land and that's tragic that is tragic that the Jews as a people, now I'm seeing it that way as a non-Jew. How do you see it? You're Jewish, your two cents. Well, Would you say that the Jews have this victim? I mean, as an outsider, I can see that this is a dis serious discrimination. I can see that Israel doesn't have sovereignty that the nations try to come in and decide. I mean, I, I can look at this objectively. Do you see that victim mentality here? Well, the, the problem is if Israel makes a certain kind of mood, a move, regardless of what your opinion is, instantly the United Nations is going to broadcast a very negative speech about them. And that's only one group. There's so many around the world. There's a lot of hate groups against the Jews. So they're in a bind there because you want to go in the Temple Mount. I've been to the Temple Mount. I thought it was thrilling, by the way. I thought it was also special. And it was common sense for me to go. Why not? I'm Jewish. I'm there. Just go up the mountain a little bit and you'll be there. And natural, but you see the contradictions are for what I claim are natural, makes sense to me, makes sense to the rabbis. There's much of the non-Jewish world who look at this as a threat. 
I don't see walking around in a certain land uh, near... Wait our, a minute. A certain land that belongs to you a, as a, a certain, threat. And, and by the way, it is, when I say land, it's one of the most famous real estate pieces of property in the world. Uh, I don't see why Jewish people cannot go to the Temple Mount. You know, Don, it we doesn't make have, any sense. We shouldn't even be having this discussion. Yeah, we shouldn't have this. this is, we shouldn't even be having this. I can't even believe that we're having this I would this like discussion. to add, in the time that I was there alone, um, I was asked to leave, politely, by the way. I told the, the uh, soldier, I'm not doing harm. I'm visiting from America. And uh, by going into the tunnels, I, I told him I have a tremendous experience from this. And he didn't say anything. And... But he's assigned to the mound to, I suppose, to be like a traffic cop. And make sure the Jews don't go there. Yeah. Well, that's it, his, that's strange, the role. Said, that's the to role. To make sure the Jews don't go there. Gee, uh, something's wrong on the farm. Something's, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute, something's wrong with yeah. this picture. Yeah. There's something's or, wrong uh, with this. That's his, that's his role. Let's face it. Or, he is to make sure. He's on. He is on. <laughs> Captain Kirk on, used to say. Beam me up, Scotty. <laughs> I'm here in the Temple Mount. They don't want us here anymore. And beam me up. I want to leave. <laughs> but yeah, he's he's on watch to make sure. And especially if anybody comes, you know, anybody from the Haredi but community he's comes. He's also watching. Attack, oh my goodness! Possible making sure enemy they don't attacks come as to well. You know, he's doing his job. Uh, he's looking for any sign of possible terrorism. In fact, when you're there, what soldiers are doing, they also want to prevent, it sounds strange, pickpockets and robbery, tourists or targets. And I know plenty about it. Uh, tourists who are practically on the moon and they've almost lost contact with Riyadh. They're so ecstatic to be in this spiritual place. They may lose, a lady may lose her bag or somebody may be trying to rob the bag. These are small things, but it's important. And the soldiers are doing good work as well. It's really shocking that Ben Gavir would be said to be storming, storming the Temple Mount, storming it. He's casually walking and talking. As a matter of fact, they're all walking really slow, but they're storming. And I think that's how it's viewed. If anyone Jewish is on the Temple Mount, they're looked at as invading, yeah. as they, storming, they go for very... as this is an act of war. I mean, right. I mean, essentially, it's like it's an act of war. They're, like, we have to go to the UN. We need are, a resolution Let's just here. say there are short visits allowed, very short visits. And uh, I think it's rather upsetting and how ironic. And my favorite word when it comes to policy regarding Israel, it's absurd. Again, somebody objective looking at this, right. it's pure discrimination. It doesn't it happen. Imagine being in your own house and you can't use a room in your own house because somebody else needs to use it who lives there, but you're not, but you're the owner and you can't use it and it's your house. But you have somebody living there who tells you what you can and can't do. And that's this picture. Mm -hmm. And then they run to the town hall. <laughs> they run to the city when you try to take rights over your own home.
I mean, it's it's a form of lawlessness, really. It's it's lawless. It. I might even say craziness. <laughs> craziness, lawless, uh, absurdity, discrimination, a form, another form of anti-Semitism. And I think the real tragedy here is that the Jews are so used to being the victim yeah. that even they can't see the absurdity, the discrimination here, or how this just doesn't make any real sense. And then to have the U.S. go along with this, Biden and the State Department is also upset, doesn't want Netanyahu or Ben Gavir to upset any status hey. quo. Don't upset anything. Oh, no, we can't do that. That was a big road that John Kerry took as a member, as Secretary of State and a special envoy, a former U.S. Senator. He has clout. He's very well connected. And he more or less tells the, he's told the president in the past, you don't want to create problems. Uh, it should be closed off or very limited. But uh, I don't see... I don't think John Kerry has too much uh, spiritual commitment to Israel. He's just being a, a kind of a diplomat from the past. Well, I think with the U.S. State Department and what they were stating regarding this issue is everybody just adopts what's already out there. They just adopt it. And I think that's really what it is without looking at this and seeing how ridiculous it really is and that people need to take a stand it's just a travesty of and i'm i'm really certain there's a lot of rabbis there's a lot of students there's a tremendous amount of youth in israel i think it's kind of sad that they those who are learned those who put their entire lives into the jewish faith cannot go to the Temple Mount. No, and they accept it. And I think that's what is curious to me is how this is so easily accepted. Mm -hmm. Why was there not major outcry against this policy long ago? This is policy that is just discriminatory. It's, it's against, it's lawless. And I'm really shocked that Biden and the State Department, but why should I be shocked? I'm, I'm always criticizing Biden's foreign policy. I don't know uh, where he gets his policy from because some of it, it's really just either he, he toes a line that's ancient. He's a dinosaur in his foreign policy. So he toes old world thinking, old world geopolitics, and he's trying to bring that into this new age, this age of empires, this multipolar world, this different order, and it's just not working. He's really bringing the United States down. But concerning Israel, it just seems that he's a parrot. Biden is a parrot, just parroting the old cliches the two-state solution, the peace process, 
We've heard them all before. It's the same rhetoric that goes nowhere. Why doesn't he put some thought into some real solutions? Why doesn't he put some thought into what's really going on here? And what's really going on here on the Temple Mount is discriminatory against the Jews. This is pure, blatant discrimination. The Jews need to stop being victims and take a stand right. for themselves Definitely that this is that, their right. land and they need to be on that Temple Mount as well. And why should we be afraid to go? Why should there be hesitancy from tourists, rabbis, students, scholars, writers? You know something? We're independent journalists. Why would we not be allowed to go? I might be, but you wouldn't be because you're Jewish. Well, I hate we'll, to, uh, I hate maybe, to inform you. You could. Well, we'll see how that. they handle you. Maybe you could put a sign uh, on your on your dress. Uh, <laughs> I am not Jewish, and we'll, maybe that'll get you in. Okay, but you'll tell me about your <laughs> Wait a experience. That's that is that's an idea. A sign. I'm okay. not. I'm not Jewish. So mm-hmm. you could go into a, a business in Israel, uh, <laughs> the Shlotin business. That means you'll be in the sign business of a Good Shlotin. Business. Good business to be in, stick a sign. Yeah, right. So you can go in the sign business on, on the Temple Mount. Couldn't believe right. what I was hearing. And... I'm like, does anybody else hearing what and, I'm and let's, hearing? Let's go a little further for the the area right below that's well known, the Kotel, the Wailing Wall, the wall on the east. You know, the tourists want to feel safe. Visitors who are actually quite devout, people who are studying different religions all their life, they want to go. And we should feel that they should want safety. Mm-hmm. and security. The Israeli army is doing this, and they're doing it proudly and helping in that area of East Jerusalem. And many people don't speak other languages. They can't be understood. They do the very best they can. And Israel is preserving peace. They're trying the best they can do with hundreds of millions of enemies around them. And by any standard, this nation, to me, is a miracle. And when I say it, I mean it. How it has survived since 1948. It's oh, yeah, and especially story. in light of so much hatred and yeah. discrimination. And even the world powers adopting, basically, anti-Semitic policy and wanting, not recognizing Israel's sovereignty over its own nation. They can be sovereign. They can have sovereignty over their nation. Israel's not allowed. Everybody seems to want that peace of Israel. And the peace of Israel that they want, they want to give to the Palestinians who don't want Israel to begin with. Absolutely. Well said, Erica. I think sometimes the politicians just come out with what they think sounds good, what they think keeps some level of peace what keeps the constituency happy instead of any real solutions, instead of any real ideas, it's rhetoric and cliches. Cliches and peace can be a tactic 
to those who really don't want it, except they claim they want it at the negotiating table. And the reality is they don't want it. And then presidents like Biden buy into it and then advocate what's a lie to begin with because he's so busy working on those deals with his well, son in Ukraine, well, he doesn't have time for foreign well, policy. We'll be finding out about those probably by the next 12 months as 2023 begins. That's going to be a wild story in the near future. And that the Republicans have, if you didn't know this, the Republicans have controlled the House of Representatives now. The Democrats have the majority in the Senate. But out of the House can come some real serious investigations. And I think on the top of the list might be uh, Hunter Biden. That would be that would be great. He's obviously not paying attention in the area of foreign policy. He's making an awful lot of mistakes. And with Israel, he just is using cliches oh. and towing an old line that really is not relevant wasn't relevant then, isn't especially not relevant today. Mm -hmm. So I think we have wrapped up pretty much this issue and our thoughts. Any final words, Don? Go to Israel. Go to the land of honey. Explore it. Book a trip. You'll never forget it. I'd like to say, be sure to check out our Amazon store. We have products from Israel that Don has... Yeah. Some Good. products that Don has picked out. Right. Um, our channel is relatively new, so we're still adding products and experts that we will be having on. We will be featuring their books. So you'll want to be sure to check out that link and be sure to subscribe to our channel and stay tuned for more broadcasts. Next time for more from Don Provder and Erica Gray for their twist on world news.